It's time for WAKR's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. This Week in Tech is brought to you by Cartridge World in North Canton, your home for copiers, printers, and supplies. This week, we're following up on a story from earlier this year about how Walsh University in North Canton is trying to help address the ongoing airline pilot shortage by offering a new bachelor's degree program in aviation in conjunction with the American Winds Flight School in Akron. Now, as you'll hear from Walsh University President Tim Collins, who is a former U.S. Air Force fighter pilot, they've made some changes to streamline and improve the program, which is enrolling new students starting in January. The development of pilots, the, you know, the training, the education that goes into this, it's a long pipeline, and it is a pipeline. And so for a long time, you know, you have too many, you don't have enough, but As we were coming into COVID, the pandemic, we basically had too many. We were were sort of that top end of the cycle. So we go through a pandemic, global aviation stops, and we shut down flying, and we furlough pilots. We tell pilots, you're not working for American anymore, you're laid off. But after they furlough them, a lot of airline pilots decide, you know what, this is not the lifestyle for me. So they redirect themselves, they re-engineer themselves, they become something else. And when we come out of the pandemic, they don't come back. Exacerbating this is a rule the FAA has. The FAA years ago would mandatory retirement at age 60 for a pilot. And a couple of years ago, they pushed it to age 65. And there was this whole wave coming out of kind of think of that post-Vietnam era, the late 70s, the early 80s, when people became airline pilots, they've run the course of their career and they were just about to retire. And now they get a new lease on life and they stay five more years. And they do because they love what they do and they're basically healthy. So it's the combination of a pandemic that shut down and they never came back and this wave of retirements that's resulted in a massive shortfall that is predominantly hurting the regionals. The majors, they're the majors. They're always going to be taken care of first. It's the regionals. I think right now there are 7,000 airplanes that are sitting on the airfields in New Mexico and Arizona where it's dry so they don't rust because they don't have pilots to fill them. How are the airlines reacting? Well, in some cases, they're doubling pay. We've all seen maybe the strikes of the new package with Delta Airlines. I think it's a 34% pay raise for pilots over the next five years or four years. The regionals have had to double the pay. And so as the cycle has gone up and down with pilots, so has the pay packages. You can't buy talent, but you have to pay for excellence. And if you want safe aviation, you have to have pilots that are trained. The FAA has another rule that they instituted after that airplane crash in Buffalo, New York, on a night flight in the weather where two pilots put an airplane, a commuter airplane out of control due to icing and crashed. And the FAA came along and said, nobody can fly either one of those two seats in that airplane unless they have at least 1,500 hours of experience. That's the way the FAA in the aviation industry, we measure experience. How many hours of flying do you have? At the time, I think it only took 500 hours and you could fly 
So you usually have one guy in the left seat who's the captain, the senior person with a lot of experience. And then the junior people are coming on board and they're going in the right seat. They're going to learn from the captain because there's two people, you know, doing the work. So the FAA took that from 500 and went to 1500 hours. So as we've talked about the beauty of our program, which makes a difference is the FAA recognizes if you have a college degree along with your experience, we'll lower that number. So 1,500 if you just want flight experience, you have to have 1,250 if you have an associate's degree. If you have a bachelor's degree, which is why Walsh University is interested in this, then we'll let you fly in that right seat. We'll let you fly for those regional airlines with 1,000 hours. So that 500-hour difference with a bachelor's degree is like three to five years worth of experience. Let me ask you this. I think that's an interesting kind of decision that they're making, that if you have a bachelor's degree, they can require less actual flight time. What is it about the bachelor's degree? Is it what you're learning in your aviation classes in the bachelor's degree? Or what is it about having the degree that does it? It has to do with our known understanding and the research is you know, enormous. It's overwhelming. It's a tsunami. If you are educated at the bachelor's level, which by the way, only seven people out of every hundred in the whole world have attained that level of education, you are intellectually developed academically as well as socially to a place that's completely different and so the education experience in, in higher education is a maturing experience. And so you think differently. You think deeper. You have the ability to understand context in a different way. You understand how the world works. That's what a bachelor's degree. And the FAA does recognize all that data. And they say, you know what? If you've got that level of accomplishment and your ability to really think through things, then we're going to give you credit for that by reducing the requirement by a third for what it takes to get into the right seat. Because you have to remember, the FAA, they are the, they are the organization in America that's responsible for safety of our national airspace. And we want them, we have the safest system in the world, and we don't want to give that up. It's taken us a long time to earn that. We like that. When people get on a commercial airplane, they should know they're going to get off that commercial airplane, and they don't have to worry about it at all. Because we're going to have people that are trained to make good decisions, good decisions in, you know, five seconds when they have to. So the life of an airline pilot, Gene, is about 95% boredom and 5% sheer terror. And in that 5% time, the FAA wants somebody sitting there who can think their way through, remember what to do, and then exercise good judgment because it never works out exactly the way you thought it would. That's the beauty of a bachelor's degree. So let's talk then specifically about how you've kind of tweaked your program that we talked about a few months ago. When we first talked about it, you were talking about you get a bachelor's degree and in conjunction with that, you get flight training at a flight school in the Akron area. So I wonder if you could tell us how that works and how maybe it's changed a little just recently to make it even more streamlined. That's exactly what we've done. We've made it more streamlined. So where we started was we had a college, a university over here, us. We had American Winds, which is our partner in Akron, uh, an accredited flight school in their own sense. They offer associate's degree 
because they were already working on how do we help our customers reduce the requirement to get to that right seat because they're trying to make a contribution to this national problem as well. So we basically had an aviation program and a four-year degree that was trying to marry this together. Can we take all their credits and all their stuff to still build a program in a reasonable amount of time? And so as we've gone through this uh, process of introducing to the Ohio Department of Higher Education, the accreditors, as well as the Department of Education. Hey, we're trying to make this seamless one. What we want to have happen, and we're there now, the accreditors, the final step just happened. They can say, okay, you can come to Walsh University and you're going to get a aviation degree in the business school, but Walsh University doesn't own any airplanes and Walsh University doesn't own any airfield. And you're going to do this in the partnership that they've established with American Winds. And so they come here and the, everything is scheduled here. It's organized here. It's paid for here. The Title IV funding comes here. The student loans, everything comes here. And then they just go on their schedule. And so what's changed is now where it was sort of in parallel to working really close. Now it is absolutely seamless. We view American Winds as really in the Walsh family and I think they view Walsh University as in their family. So we're going to get pilots that are going to be turned out and they're going to go into the workforce with some of those same values that we you know, send to every, every graduate we have at Walsh University. And we certainly you know, remain strong in our stance that private faith-based education is as much a contribute to the common good, to the public good as public education. We need both in America. We have both. They both do a great job. That was Walsh University President Tim Collins, and I'm Jean Destro. Thanks for listening. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. This has been This Week in Tech with Jean Destro on WAKR, brought to you by Cartridge World in North Canton.